I'm here now, and that's all that matters. Why do you have a random the man sign back there? I got that from a pay per view that we went to. It's always been oh. it's always been there. I changed how my desk is facing. Yeah, so you, can you I think usually it's more. behind your head, so I can't see it. Yeah, because normally the I had the desk like kind of catty corner before, so it kind of mm-hmm. caught the whole angle. But now it's it's a little bit different. So, yep, that's why I have that, and it's kind of illuminated by the lights there too. So it's yeah. making it making it stand out. It's the focal point, which now everyone who watches the TikTok is going to think that you think you're the man. And then Ric Flair's gonna come for you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if you if you get up on a on an airplane, he's gonna come on you. Ew. Yeah, or, Ew. Or, or, or if you meet him on a train, he's gonna go down on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'd love to see the paparazzi picture of Jason fucking ankles to ears with <laughs> Ric Flair on the train. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that I don't think that's something I can I, I can make oh. oh my god train I, run i mean even even if i even if i was into guys i don't think rick flair would be my type i don't he's got a lot of money does he though he's he's got like 15 ex-wives <laughs> i don't think he really has a lot of money you could be his next ex-wife get yourself some alimony He's got that Conrad money. <laughs> at, th- at this point i don't think he has enough to go around yeah he's probably getting loans from his son-in-law Oh, good news! It doesn't his son-in-law like have this whole like realtor loans thing that he constantly is advertising? I can't believe Mike said that. I would like to see a vision of Jason ankles to ears. Ankles to ears. You can't believe that Mike said that. You like he, you can't believe he I said he, that. No, I can't. I think he's he, I think he's more so. He can't believe that he didn't say it. <laughs> oh, okay. Ankles. Oh my god! I think we have a title of the show before the show even started. Ankles to ears. We are recording, so everybody in the world heard that. So hey, thank you everybody for joining us for this week's episode of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. Hope you had a great week. Uh, we got Kevin, Michael, and myself, Jason, back at it again, talking about well, at least some stuff that happened with WWE, the train, booty yeah. munching, yeah, and yeah. NXT. flying. We are going to cover some stuff with NXT because we had some releases this week, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll also talk about the uh, we, we talked a little bit all, about it before we started recording, but the the whole storyline with the the bloodline and RK Bro and adding McIntyre and Roman Reigns to that to that match. I haven't watched Raw yet tonight. I know uh, Kevin was talking a little bit about it, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll also talk a few things going on in AEW, and then um, I have a contest at the end of the show for Michael and Kevin. Michael's going to defend his gimmick minute live and worldwide championship. Kevin's going to get a chance to win it, but we're going to do it via TikTok. So I'll explain more of the details kind of more towards the end of the show. I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. If we have to do a TikTok dance, I swear to God, it's not going to be a TikTok dance. We're going to do a recording on here on TikTok. It's going to be, it's going to be like a promo battle. Like we've done in the past, but it's going to have a bit of a twist to it, but we'll get to that here. Pretty soon. Be nice to each other. (laughs) <laughs> that would have been Got funny. The promo battle, you have to put the other person over. That's going to be my next one now. Thank you for that. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so as for mentioned, you can follow us on our TikTok. Just search Gimmick Minute and uh, make sure that you hit the follow button so you can follow us when I post all the funny things that happen on the show. You can also check out full versions of the show on YouTube also by searching Gimmick Minute. And you can always find information to all this stuff on our Twitter account, which is at LiveYourGimmick. That is the at symbol followed by L-I-V-Y-O-U-R-G-I-M-M-I-C-K. 
M-O-U-S-E. There he is. All right, everybody. So without further ado, let's go ahead and kick off the show. So I, I guess we can kind of dive into it with the with the whole you know smack flare. Huh? No, 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 not that. That's that. we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take that. We're gonna put it in a. We're gonna put that in like a safe, and we're gonna lock it up. And we're just we're just figured, gonna put that. Figured, we're we're gonna take the key to that safe, and we're just gonna throw that bitch in the ocean and just I get rid of saying, it. Let's kick off the shoes and put the ankles up, and let's go. <laughs> Jason's like, I need to stretch first. Yeah, I'll tell you a lot. Yeah, especially after I, I took a shower after helping my daughter's softball team today, and I'm sore as fuck. So I think I did more work than they did. Anyway, um, anyway. What I was going to try to say is let, let's, you know, we we're talking about a little bit before you guys were talking about before I got on here. We'll talk about the, the, the whole bloodline storyline. So, you know, kind of catch me up. What what happened on Monday Night Raw that, you know, for, just Friday Night Smackdown, if anybody missed it. Basically, the match that was they were having a contract signing for the, the tag team unification match all went to hell. You had Roman come out. Then all of a sudden Drew McIntyre came out. Now, all of a sudden, this is a six man tag and the titles are not on the line. So you know, let's make it make sense. Where 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 did where, where did this change? What happened? And, and Kevin, fill me up. What happened on Raw? So the gist of what happened on Raw was it opened with the Bloodline coming out, and basically Paul Heyman did a shtick. Roman took the mic. He said, "You know, North Carolina, acknowledge me." And then from out of nowhere, the Usos got hit with a double RKO out of nowhere. And then, so Roman just kind of stood in the corner. Uh, RK Bro just kind of stood there, and then McIntyre came out with his, you know, big fucking sword. And they brawled. Usos attacked. Big schmoz. And basically, that's all that happened. Okay. Now, right. now was it. <laughs> all right. So, well, then. So it seems if like... Something, the... If something has happened since then, I don't know. I... I probably only watched until about like 9 30 and um in that hour and a half nothing else happened okay yeah i mean it just for for me i'm i'm a little disappointed because you know i i was looking forward to the unification match and i'm looking forward to them unifying all the titles eventually because you know that that was kind of my idea to to get rid of this whole brand extension thing now i'm not saying they're not going to do that now but so one of two things I think happen here. Either one, there's another injury somewhere in there. Maybe one of the Usos, or maybe, maybe one of like uh, either. I don't think it's Riddle or Orton because they seem to be pretty much firing all cylinders. But or maybe they're trying to hide, or maybe they just needed more. Do you think maybe they just felt like they needed more for the <coughs> for the WrestleMania backlash card? Like maybe they had to have Roman on there. I mean, I that's mean, I, I that's do what think Mike they had said. Roman yeah. on there, but I don't know why that would entail putting him in a match with the Usos unless he is injured from his match with Lesnar. Because at that point, just have a singles match with him and Drew. Yeah, I mean, me personally, I was excited about this the tag team unification, and it you know we I talked about how it should be the main you know we talked about how it should really be the main event. Like I think that is a main event quality match, and. And I understand, yeah, getting Roman on the show, but then again, like Roman's almost somewhat kind of that attraction, also to where like I personally don't think he needs to wrestle every single pay per view. Maybe he could be on it in the corner or something, but I don't. I don't think they need it. I think it was fine 
was just the buildup of the unification. And I, I agree with you. I don't, I don't, I, uh, I do not think that Roman needs to be on every show. I, I think having I, him as that attraction. Okay, but to, I, not I think wrestle, he does because not if wrestle, he, but he doesn't have to wrestle on every show. Being there, yeah, he needs to be there things. and have some sort of appearance, some sort of involvement in something, because you don't want to walk that line that they did with Brock Lesnar that made everybody hate Brock Lesnar because he was a part-time champion. But that's that's kind of that was part of the appeal of Brock Lesnar, though. That was part of the part of that was part of what made him a heel, though. That was part of the hate why you hated Brock Lesnar and why you wanted to see somebody. That is not a good like heel angle. Let me hate him because you don't book him. I don't know. I I guess I never really saw a problem with that because that whole time it gave the only time time it ever it ever worked was when they finally put Rollins against him. And that was his whole thing with the buildup is you never fucking show up. Everyone hates you. So I'm going to beat you and be a full time champion. Yeah, but that's the only time that ever really worked. but, But without him being being distant like that leading up to that, that whole storyline with, with Seth wouldn't have worked that the whole, and, the whole thing with him not being there led to that moment. Like that was the whole point. And, of it. and all that buildup really backfired on him anyway, because the fans within what a month turned on Rollins as a face. That's because Rollins the time. Un- that, that that's more on the fact that Ro- Rollins isn't a good face though. Than, than I, I the agree. Lesnar booking. That's that has nothing. Well, to I'm do just with... saying that you you booked it that way. You, like you, in your your mind here that you're saying they booked it that way for long term, so that way it could build to Rollins using that to get the crowd behind him, so he could beat Lesnar at WrestleMania and have this big moment. And it did nothing for them because then they had to find an, an alternative route because the fans didn't want Rollins then. Yeah, it it didn't work with Rollins. But who else? Let let me ask you this: Who could they have put in that situation? In order to, in order to make the change, they didn't have fucking anybody else at that point. Finn in time. fucking Balor, the uh, guy who has this demon persona that they like, but then they fucking shit all over it every chance they get because he squandered his one opportunity to be Universal Title because he got injured during the match. Okay, I, I Finn Balor is a good choice. I I don't hate that, but at the same time though. The booking of Lesnar though had nothing to do with the the fan reaction of Rollins. That was a whole. Oh, I agree. I'm not two, saying it's. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm things. just saying by the logic of saying that if they wouldn't have booked Lesnar like that, then Rollins wouldn't have had that storyline to use. Well, then you could have just used a different story. Is what I'm saying. It, it was. A, it's a not a good story to tell. To be like, oh, well, we intentionally didn't book Brock Lesnar because we wanted to eventually have someone they, to use that to rally the fans. But think about it this way: I, I don't think they were intentionally booking that story with Lesnar to get to that moment with necessarily Rollins. Rollins just happened to be the hot hand at the time. Rollins was the one coming off an of injury. Rollins had that big pro program with Triple H, where he went to NXT and called Triple H out. Like Rollins was on fire, so it ended up being Rollins because he was mm-hmm. the he was the hot hand. Now, once he won it, and and this is this is another poor booking thing. They didn't really have anybody to line up after Lesnar for Rollins, so they didn't do him too many favors. So they kind of fucked up the aftermath, but the whole build mm-hmm. was perfect. You could have inserted cool. anybody in that situation, and it would have worked because they have got they had garnered so much hatred for Lesnar by not having him show up. So, it, but but it ultimately works. still comes down to that same problem with the long term booking. If they don't have anything planned for after, then none of it matters because then you just squandered all of that like build up. You literally just got the cheap heat to get the face over for one night. 
No, and and I think they've realized that, and I feel like I feel like lately they're doing more to fix that because they did that mm-hmm. a lot. Honestly, they would. Oh yeah, they, they would have one or lot, two lot. decent storylines, and they would get you to a point where you were really excited about it. But then they would just kind of flop on it after the fact. I mean, Kofi mm-hmm. Mania. I think they did a good job with Kofi afterwards, putting some people against him. All up until that whole Brock debacle where he lost oh, and yeah. never got a shot. He again. got squashed. Yeah, and but <laughs> went back. To, he got squashed so hard he ended up back at the mid card. Outside of that, though, I mean, you know, the whole thing with Dolph was good. You know, they had some good moments with him in there, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I think lately they've done a little bit better job of trying to plan ahead. Now, they didn't do mm-hmm. a very good job with Big E. No. Uh, but, I mean, you know, you, you win some, you lose some, I guess. But, you know, it, it's, I don't know. It, we, we got way off base here. I'm not even sure where we kind of started and left at. We, well, it's because we were talking about, like, Roman not needing to be on the pay-per-view. And I'm right. just saying you, you yeah. don't want to toe that line because despite the fact that he is a heel, the fans still want to see him. Where with Lesnar, it got to a point where a lot of fans didn't want to see him because yeah. there wasn't a matter of, oh, I want to see him get beat. I just I just want him to be gone or show up. Like, pick one. Don't do the in-between. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Roman's a draw, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he, he, he is the needle mover. And, and uh, did you guys see the fake? Um, I mean, it was totally, totally fake. But there was a dude on Twitter, and I think it's somebody that I follow or people that I follow follow him, but... He he put out a sor- sources told me that that uh, AEW has reached out to WWE to get Brock Lesnar on their show weekly or on occasion because they don't have enough they don't have enough uh, top talent in in AEW to to get to get ratings. <laughs> but then he even like put underneath that like don't don't or like don't don't retweet this thinking it's real or something like that but it was kind of i think he commented on it and said, oh my like, god this, is, this isn't actually oh, wow. real but it was just kind of funny because he made it look like a breaking news source and mm-hmm. so many people retweeted and commented on it and most people didn't look at the comment that he made saying that it was fake but yet, it still started to, to make its, and everybody got so butthurt about it. Like, oh, they and don't then, have any stars. They don't have any, uh. and, then, and then fucking Tony Khan had to go be like, the bots are at it again. They're telling everybody that I don't have any top stars, even though I keep stealing all of the best people from NXT. Right. Just saying. Right, right. Oh, man. Uh, like, so, I'm, I'm just going to say it. It's Wednesday night NXT at this point. Yeah, it really is, honestly. I mean, you got. You got the undisputed elite. I mean, you got Keith Lee, Samoa Joe, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, Tony Storm, J- John John Moxley was, you know, what I mean, yeah. like yeah. developmental. Daniel Bryan was developmental. Uh, I mean, God, I mean, I'm just uh, who, uh, Ruby Soho, right? Yeah. Wasn't she? Yeah, Ruby Soho. Uh, you got, um, I mean. Hell, Kenny Omega even spent some time in NXT for a hot second. But um, let's see. And they're about to have a lot more, too, because you know Dakota Kai is oh, getting yeah. picked Dakota up. Dakota Kai never die, baby. Tony She's Storm. There. Yeah, Tony yeah, Storm. Yeah, I already said that. Oh, okay. I All right, so forget my girl. Speaking, speaking <laughs> of NXT, we might as well, might as well cover it. Uh, there's There's been a few releases out of NXT this week, and apparently – there's also a story going around that WWE is actually going to just start releasing people every 90 days. Like, apparently, <laughs> I, I don't know if this is kind of an effort to keep things fresh or maybe if things aren't working, they're just going to move on. 
but apparently like every 90 days like if there's if what they're doing doesn't seem like it's moving the needle or they're not getting the reaction that they want to get instead of trying to change things they're just gonna just cut bait and move on because they have so many so many people now in developmental that if you're not cutting it they're just going to move on and try somebody else and maybe they'll maybe they'll double that, back and pick you back up later on and try you again but it seems like it's like insane to me be like a revolving door of talent that would be like you're you're a manager of a store and you're like mm, my my uh my new people aren't aren't picking it up too quick i'm just gonna fire them and start over yeah i mean it kind of is in a way <laughs> Like that is insane to me. I mean, let, let, let's just look at this recent list, and you know, Dexter fucking Loomis, man. Yeah, De- Dexter Loomis was one of them. Which I don't know what about that wasn't working. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of got, kind of got maybe a little bit stale. At, at, at that's what somebody that's what somebody said. Um, somebody uh, one of the pro wrestling sites. He said that it kind of like ran its course type thing. Yeah. So maybe that's that's they're thinking is like, well, this is kind of runs course. It's not really, you know, doing much. So we're gonna release them. Although, like, but I, that that kind of like stuns me because I thought I thought that was great. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know, like, like, like it peaked at you know the whole wedding and everything. The wedding. Oh my god, the wedding, great. wedding organos and everything was amazing. I mean, one of the best rest, one of the best wrestling wed- weddings ever. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. So that, yeah, that, I don't know, that kind of. Dude, the shit yeah. where he fucking locked Roderick Strong in a fucking trunk and gave him PTSD to the point where the Undisputed Era had to take him to therapy, like, mm-hmm. uh, so fucking good. Great. And but, but how, well, once you get through the list, I'll I'll tell you what the things I've heard for the reasonings behind okay. these. I guess I guess part of my thing though with with Lumiso is how many people like he doesn't talk. And and I I feel like they kind of missed the boat with him talking at the wedding by not evolving the character a little bit more to where he does speak on occasion or evolving more to where they, they, you know, the paintings and stuff like that, they kind of got away from that too. So I feel like there was a little bit more they could have done with the character, but I I can kind of see where it did, did get a little bit stale, but I love Dexter Loomis, so I I can't hate on it. So um, Dakota Kai was, was definitely a, a shock. Um, you know, she just recently won the NXT Women's Championship with Raquel Gonzalez again, but then they dropped it back pretty much immediately. Raquel got called up to the main roster, and now all of a sudden Dakota Kai is just gone. She had she had gone through like a really, I mean, think about pivotal moments when when she had that heel turn at War Games. I mean, that's all anybody talked mm-hmm. about. I mean, that was that was huge. But that was also I, oh my God. five years I, but ago. But yeah, but still, yeah, my guy. I remember watching that. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, you know, I, I at that time, like that was kind of I, I knew some of the women because I know what Shayna was. Was Shayna? She was on the other team, right? Uh, I think so, War yes. Games. Yeah, yeah, I believe because because yeah. Rhea, Rhea Ripley was the captain of the mm-hmm. team that right. Like that was like one of those. But just like me as like kind of a casual watcher, like watching that, and but like just like. You know how the, the commentators were selling it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was yeah one of those. Yeah, granted, yeah, it was five years ago, but still, that was like pretty you know big moment. That was a needle mover. It really mm-hmm. was. It really was. It did a great job, and it made Tegan not Tegan Knox like an uber baby face, and it, it definitely made Dakota Kai a, a huge heel. Now, unfortunately, Tegan got hurt again and couldn't really do anything with it. But but Dakota had some some really interesting moments, but. Again, her character kind of became this dark and brooding character that would just like wander around backstage mumbling to herself and 
but then she she just won the NXT Tag Team Championships. Um, <laughs> then there was uh, Malcolm Bivens. Now with with Bivens, I heard what well, and and actually I heard this with a, a few of these people. I don't I don't know about the uh, the last one that we're gonna go or well we'll go over a couple more here in a second. But the the one in particular, I don't know. But Malcolm Bivens apparently his contract was up and he refused to resign. So that even though his contract hadn't hit its end date yet because he hadn't resigned any of their previous attempts, it seemed like he just wanted he just wanted to leave. Well well the other thing too, like I think I don't know if you were on yet when Mike and I were talking off air, but I guess like they wanted him to be Omas's mouthpiece. Oh. On the on the main roster and he turned it down. Really? Yeah, that's all yeah. yeah. So that's the one thing I heard, so that's why they put MVP with Omas. Interesting. Huh. I don't know if that has something to do with it or what with his release, you know. So is is bit like I, I you know people are in, uh, the IWC community is probably gonna fucking hang me for this, but is Bivens <laughs> a wrestler? Like has is he a? Because I've never seen the dude in anything other than a suit and a tie. Now I know the I guy, would assume he probably was like in the Indies at some point because that's usually what a lot of these like manager types in NXT they're usually yeah. someone who started in the indies or like had some talent but then where they really excelled was on the mic yeah. so to be, it was like we want you to be a manager we want you to I mean, be if, if, Byron, if Byron Saxon was a wrestler then I'm sure no. yeah <laughs> that's true I was gonna say because I know like um Robert Stone he he was a indie he was an indie mm-hmm. wrestler that they turned into a manager but but yeah I I'd never seen anything with Bivens wrestle I, I guess I'll have to look up what his indie name was and see you know any matches it, but yeah, he's yeah, a smaller well, guy so when we get done with this or whatever, if you guys want to real quick, maybe we each think of a couple people who we think would be released in 90 days. I've Ooh. got a couple off the top of my head. Okay. I mean, it, it seems like it's going to be NXT talent, not so much yeah. WWE, but we can, you know, I'm, I'm cool with doing that. So before I get to the to, to the other big one, you know, uh, Raylan Devine, I didn't really, she didn't really have much TV time. Portia Parada, though, or Persia Parada, Persia Parada was in that storyline with Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell and Duke Hudson. I mean, she was a featured person on TV. Now, grant you, her matches did not do very well, and I didn't think she did very well on the mic, so I guess I could kind of see where it was. Uh, Draco Anthony had had some TV time recently. Um, and then uh, Sanjay George and then Paige uh, I can't even say her last name, so sorry, Paige. But they were also released. But the one that really shocked me, just because of the buzz that he had coming in, was was Harland, a.k.a. Parker Birdo. So is there mm. anything that you guys heard about this one to why he might have been let go? I, I haven't heard anything. The only speculation I heard from uh, somebody was just because, like, if you notice, like, he's, I guess he hasn't really been involved. Has he really been involved? lately like in the last few weeks with this whole thing with... yeah he was well he was at the he was when when steiner was kidnapped like when the, i don't know if you guys have been paying too much yeah. attention but i saw that yeah so so for basically uh uh joe gacy is trying to get braun breaker's attention so the first thing he did to get his attention was kidnap his dad and then he oh. stole, and then he stole his dad's hall of fame he stole his dad's yeah, hall of fame ring and and it... pretended like he burned it um, and then he, he basically in the next week led Breaker on a wild goose chase through the NXT arena and through like the backstage trying to find him, uh, just like fucking with his head and like playing. I, I saw, I saw, I saw last week when he had like 40 fucking druids 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was kind of like creepy because there were so fucking many of them, even though Breaker pretty much fucking destroyed them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, and they surround the well. Two and two weeks ago, when he pushed them off of the stage, uh, all the druids like surrounded him. It was really weird. Like they like swallowed mm-hmm. him. He disappeared, and you could just hear him screaming. So that was actually really weird. But yeah, I mean, just overall creepy stuff but harland was with him when it first started but then the last two weeks he hadn't been there and then all of a sudden he was just released so i don't yeah. know if maybe he had some personal stuff going on and he needed to take some time away but he he took the social media pretty quickly after the release though maybe he just wasn't happy with with the direction because this dude was like touted as being like the next brock lesnar i mean honestly and the look he had i mean the dude looked like fucking bananas i mean he has tattoos head to toe he he had this like crazy blonde hair he's jacked to the gills and they put him in an overall thing that hid his whole body and shaved his head and 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 he didn't even get a chance and this guy seemed like a seemed like a like a personality like he had like a fun personality and they basically made him a mute so i i don't know if maybe he just wasn't digging the the direction of the character and just didn't have the patience to see it through. Maybe he got frustrated and wanted to leave or so. I, I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything one way or the other with him, but yeah, I mean that, that one actually really shocked me. I, I actually was looking forward to him being a part of this NXT 2.0. And I was really shocked when they debuted him in that gimmick that they did. And I guess I'm not that shocked, even though Joe Gacy is a, I mean, the dude's about to fight for the NXT title, and he was literally just rubbing elbows with that guy, and now he's gone. Yeah. So it's just, well, really, other, it's just really weird. The other one, Mike and I were talking about, did you hear about Roderick Strong, I guess, has been asking for his release? Which which doesn't surprise me at all, man. Like, his wife is in AEW. Every All of his best friends are in AEW. Of course he's going to want his release and go be in AEW. I mean, that, who's, that's, his, who's, that's, who's his wife? His wife is Marina Shafir. Oh. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Yeah, I think she was wrestler, but I know who she was. Yeah, they, they've been married since she was. They've been married since before she was even NXT. They have a kid together. Mm. Okay. So like when they when they first debuted Roderick Strong in NXT and they were showing like his wife and kid and like trying to make him this big baby face and stuff like that. That was her, and then she started training. Her and Jessamyn Duke were there because they're you know they're the MMA for horsewomen, but then. They quietly oh, okay. released okay. Marina, and and I didn't even know Marina Shafir had been released from WWE, but her and Jessa were were kind of quietly released or quietly let go from the Performance Center, and I haven't seen Jessamyn Duke appear anywhere, but Marina now is with AEW, and she's she was booked against uh, booked against uh, the bad bitch herself. Um, wow, why am I blanking all of a sudden on her name? The For TBS Baker? Women's Champion. No, the TBS Women's Champion. Oh, oh. Jade, oh Jade, Jade Cargill. Cargill. Oh, my God, Jade Cargill. I, I just keep thinking baddies because she has this whole baddie stable now. Do you guys see that? She has a stable. So it's her, uh, Kira Hogan, who was formerly an Impact. I think she must be more in AEW now. And then uh, and then Red Velvet. Red Velvet apparently heel turned somewhere and joined. First they had a baddie section, which was the... It's like a section that all these girls sat in that were just cheering for Jade Cargill, but then then they had a tag match on Rampage. It was a it was a trios women's tag match, and they were introduced as the baddies, and they had this whole entrance and everything. Like it was, Jade Cargill is very sports entertainment. That she's one one homegrown talent that they have there that is very like like I'm I'm all about Jade Cargill. She's doing a yeah. hell of a job. I, yeah, I can't yeah. say enough good things about her. But anyway, all right, so we're talking NXT releases. So 
Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's just Roger Strong that doesn't surprise me because he has so much in AEW, and at this point in his career, I doubt he really cares about being a top guy or anything like that. He probably just wants to make some money, wrestle some good matches, and have fun with his friends. Like he never really seemed to be the top guy material to me to begin with. I mean, his babyface run was very subpar. He was the fourth person in a you know in a stable that was just kind of his turn was awesome and it and it mm-hmm. definitely was a, a well done. But outside of what, that, but, but yeah, but you know what? But he put on some fucking awesome fucking matches. And especially like when they did some of those war games, like as heels and stuff. Like, I mean, he did some fucking badass shit. I mean, he took oh, yeah. some fucking bump. Like, and that's what like somebody said today too was like, you know. Did WWE really miss the boat on like Undisputed Era being on the main roster? And like, I I understand that you know Vince might not like you know stable so much, which I don't fully believe. But like, I don't know. He better tell Edge that. Yeah, Edge and Roman. Yeah, (laughs) he better tell Edge and Roman. (laughs) I I tell you what, I uh, so tonight they had real quick. Just go back to Raw. They had. Uh, Damian Priest versus AJ, and if AJ wins, Damian's banned from ringside for their match, and hell of a match. Like, I mean, you know, obviously, a, we know AJ's AJ, but like Damian, like paired with him, like it was a fucking pretty good. It was only like maybe like an eight ten minute match, but it was pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, AJ got the win, you know, but like Edge cut this promo before. Like, I love, I love this. Like, just his look, you know what I mean? Like, to where. This is I I'm really excited about this stable because they're I guess they're called Judgment Day. Yeah, is an name of their stable. Um, but Big like pay per view. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, but like to where like Edge, you can see Edge is gonna slowly kind of more and more step away from being in the ring. Like he's gonna be such a good like corner piece. I think for whoever else they bring in. So and that's and honestly at this point that's a good utilization of Edge. And the other thing, too, is you could put a, a world title on Edge in this role as well and have him carry that and have these guys be there to protect him as well. And he wouldn't have to wrestle every, you know, kind of like we were talking about with Roman. He wouldn't have to wrestle every pay-per-view. He could just kind of be around. Or, yeah. But just even what he's doing for Damian Priest. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's so making, much better for Damian Priest. Yeah. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, he... He and Priest doesn't really need to talk. He just comes out and is that presence. He he's giving back. He's he's doing what Gangrel did for him, basically, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and just being that guy to to bring over some some younger talent and and put him over and put him in a different spotlight and elevate their style. Although there there was something, so Edge attacked AJ after the match, and they both they were going to do the concerto to him, but Finn came out and did the save for AJ. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so at the end of the match, they did the two sweet, which was cool. But I, if you guys heard the rumors of that, Finn might be joining edges group. I have, and I'm all for dope. that. I'm so, all so, for I, that. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm wondering if this was a kind of a seed planted that nobody really maybe is recognizing yeah. that maybe to where like, okay, Finn came out tonight and he's going to somehow cost AJ and join the group yeah. which would be sweet yeah i, I i'm all for that I'm, i'd be really excited if that actually happens because i think fit i i really became a big fan of heel finn <laughs> when he was in nxt and i mm-hmm. think i think he would have a great story to tell joining edge's group be like 
Look, when I went back to NXT, I had the whole company by my balls. And then you got me back up here on the main roster just smiling and acting like I like everything. And then he could even bring up the whole thing that happened with Roman with the rope getting cut and then nothing happening. As a re- you know, There's so much that he can – he there's so many good promos that he can cut to describe to explain why he became a part of this group that I, I think it, I think it'd be awesome for him to for him to do that. But they gotta be careful and though because that, because people like Finn and people like heel Finn. Oh, yeah. So you put heel Finn in that group, you already have Edge who people are like, yeah, I mean I people respect Edge enough to like him as well. So you gotta be real careful the the line that you tow there but, because they're they could very easily become that kind of like NWO like cool heel group. But I will say though, like the promo edge cut, like before the match or whatever, like he had the crowd like shitting on him. Like oh, that's good. Boom, okay. boom. Whether it was halfway piped in or not, I don't know. But mm-hmm. he was, he was, he was pretty like sadistic, like edge, and just with his talking. So I think honestly, like yeah, Finn would be great. I I think Rhea would be great. Yeah, kind of give you that you know badass woman in the group because like I think Rhea could be one of those people that could like beat up men. Yeah. And um and I like to see fucking like I know Champa's doing a thing like with Ali. He's you know, he attacked him last week. He actually attacked him tonight. But like I wouldn't mind I mean that'd be a great rub for Champa. Uh Ch- dude, so, Champa being heel on the main roster to me is gold. I'm really looking mm-hmm. forward to that. I think he can flourish. And I like and the- I think that's because uh I heard somewhere that Vince looked at the roster and was just like there's so many people who are not in the right roles like people who are faces who should be heels and vice versa. Yeah. And that's why there's so many people just like out of nowhere are like switching sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is good. And that's good that he recognized that and, and sees that where people's strengths are. I mean, Vince is a true heel. He recognizes a true heel when he sees it. He knows, he knows the guys that are dicks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, no, but I think, yeah, I think if you, that's where I would go with like, if, if you're not going to, you know what I mean? If you're going to not do one person, maybe it's Finn like you said just because the whole like cool factor yeah um but we you, you know what champa can bring we know Cha- <laughs> we mean... know champa can get heat. you know oh, champa can get heat i mean yeah it wasn't that long ago where he was coming out to no music and a sea of fuck you champa on his way to the <laughs> ring so you know that man can get some heat it was like it was, i think it was fuck you clap clap fuck you clap yeah. clap <laughs> that was i mean that was and, you know, and he's somebody, too, and I, I'm just kind of going back to when Edge and Christian had their podcast, and Edge would always get asked, who would you want to work with, you know, if you ever did come back to the ring? And Damian Priest and Tommaso Ciampa were always guys that he brought, he, he were always names he brought up every single time he was asked that question. Those two guys, he might have had a few other people mixed in here and there, but those two guys were always names that he brought up. Pete Dunn was another one too, but obviously, you know, we got Butch. Butch, you know, people shit on the name Butch, but Butch is getting himself over and Butch is also getting chants at live events and shit like that where people are chanting Butch, 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 Butch. And the whole Where's Butch thing is actually becoming an entertainment part, entertaining part of SmackDown. So everybody shit on the name change and everybody shit on the character change, but <laughs> fucking look at Pete over there getting it done and, and making people care about it. So I, and, I, I got I, nothing but I, love for it. And I hope it leads to something where he's like out like in the spotlight on his own type thing. Like, I think it will, if, yeah. if it's, if, breaks away from him so no i i i 
I agree with you, and I, I think that it will as well. But you know, it, things take time, though. You can't just you got to give it time to evolve and time to change and time to you know see where it goes. You know, people don't stay in the same character for their entire lives, and the people that do are the ones who end up getting released in ninety days, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, but anyway, l- enough about NXT WWE. Let's talk a little bit of AEW. I felt shitty when we stopped recording last week because I totally forgot to bring up something that I was really looking forward to, and that was the match that opened up Dynamite between Dax Hardwood and Cash Wheeler in the Owen Hart Tournament. Oh, yeah. I was really excited to talk about that match because I was pumped that they were doing it. I would have... If, if this were me, okay, and this, correct me if I'm wrong, they haven't really announced any type of prize other than, like, a trophy for this thing, right? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Yeah, that's all I know. Why, why wouldn't you book them on opposite ends of the tournament and then have them face each other for the, for the win, though? Instead I'm going to assume there's probably there's probably someone that they're really wanting to put, put over in this tournament is my guess. Yeah, I guess. You're probably right. But it just seems like that would have been a good feel-good story. But I guess they're heels, so mm-hmm. why does it matter? But, but yeah, dude, that match that they put on was a classic. And they, if you watch, they took from a lot of classic matches and, and put spots in there. Oh, oh yeah. They took from Brett and Owen. Brett and they Owen. They took from Brett and, Brett and, uh, Brett and uh, Razor. Yep. Uh, Brent, yeah, a lot of yeah. Breton Perfect, Breton Razor, Breton. I mean, they 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 did steal a lot, and uh, CM Punk's been stealing a lot of Bret Hart stuff too. Yeah, there's, there's... I think that's that's punk, troll punk being troll punk because Brett was supposed to be the manager of FTR, but then WWE scooped him up for a Legends contract. Well, no, this is even going back to his matches with MJF. He, if you, there's actually been people on Twitter that have done side-by-side videos of a Mm -hmm. Bret Hart match and a CM Punk match and, and highlighting the spots that he picks out here and there. And there was, there were some spots that he had with Dustin the other, uh, was it two weeks ago that, that were from that as well. But but damn, so you had Punk on commentary for the match, which I, I thought was was great too. Them doing that, and just the match overall was amazing. What you guys think? I loved it. I especially loved like you could tell that you know they were debating if they want to do some of like their normal like dirty heel tactics to each other yeah. that they're so used to. They're like, well, sh- should I do this? Should I take advantage of the fact that you've got like a bum knee? Like, yeah, it, it just. I mean, I love that they came out at the same time. They, but they still came out at opposite ends. You yeah, know what I mean? They came they came out together and they left together. It was great. Yeah, I mean, you really just, like, not to sound, like, sappy, but you could, like, just tell, like, the love they have for each other. It, it just, like, makes them probably the best tag team, like, that's around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just their camaraderie and chemistry. Like, I bet, it, you know. If there was one thing that was probably in their contract, it'd be like, we can never turn on each other. We're never going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're going to break up. And no, there's just never no way you could ever. You, uh... Well, yeah. Dax actually said that. He said there will never be a FTR divide. He said we'll retire and just walk away before we ever break up. He said that will never be a storyline that we do. We are going to be a tag team for our entire careers, and we are perfectly happy with just being the best tag team 
to ever step foot in the ring. Now, now, now I could, I could definitely see something to like where one of them wins like the TNT title or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and maybe, and maybe have you know a tag title and that, or just if they have no titles, like, like if you look at like Arn and Tully, like they, you know, before they were tag champs, like they were both like singles champs. I know they weren't really tag teaming much at the time, but like they both showed like not only were they, you know. They were great singles wrestlers and great secondary title holders, but like they were just, and then also an awesome, like, tag team championship team. So like, I think that I would like to see that as like a next step for like one of them, maybe put like a TNT title. On. My my guess is it would probably be Dax because Cash honestly does not like singles wrestling. So I I actually listened to, um, Renee Young has her or well Renee Paquette has her podcast, uh, The Sessions, and she did a feature episode. Oral Sessions, get no, it right. No, she <laughs> she changed the name just to The Sessions. She, she did? Dropped, yeah, she did. Oh, boo. She said she, <laughs> said she said she was tired of explaining it in, like, um, like meeting settings and stuff like that for, like, sponsorships and stuff like that. So she's <laughs> like, like I promise it's not about fucking yeah. giving head. <laughs> she's like, we're just going to go ahead and go with just The Sessions. But anyway, so um, – she had one episode that featured just Dax. She had one that featured just Cash. And then they had an episode where they featured together. And you really kind of got an idea of who these guys were and, like, what makes them tick. And just the the overall, you know, thought process that goes in their head. Like, Dax actually suffers from, like, really severe anxiety when it comes to putting together matches. Like, he tries to make everything perfect, which, you know, makes sense. Because when you watch these guys' matches, just the way they put them together is just on another level compared to, to, to other people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and he also has dealt with a lot of other issues and stuff like that. And cash has kind of had his own thing too. I mean, there was that time in the ring, he almost died when his arm got caught on that tag rope and it like mm-hmm. ripped out, you know what I mean? So, you know, they, but they, they both have said that they, they only want to be a tag team. They don't have any plans on ever not being that. Now, that being said, did we talk last week about the rumors of them, uh, WWE wanting them back? Um, I don't think we did because I feel like that probably would have caused you to actually talk about the match. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> so, um, so there was, there, so there was a, so there's a rumor that was going around. Uh, WWE was interested in re-signing FTR and it made its way around. And even they kind of commented on it like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, you know, maybe down the road, that might be something we consider, but right now we're happy doing what we're doing. You know, we're happy having all these dream matches we're trying to have. But then, literally, the next, after their match on Dynamite, then all of a sudden it was, WWE is not actually interested in FTR. Like, it's just <laughs> fucking dirt sheet headlines for the sake of being dirt sheet headlines. It's so fucking Well, did you hear what it changed to? Apparently, according to the dirt sheets, that it wasn't that WWE was interested in them. They were reaching out and interested in going back to WWE, and WWE doesn't want anything to do with them because they look at them as difficult to work with i call bullshit on that because just hearing them in the interview talk about how they were talking they didn't seem like they had any interest in reaching back out to wwe anytime soon so i i i don't know i call bullshit on it i i think i think somebody just made up a headline and then they walked back on it and that was it <laughs> honestly because he because he, he even said like oh yeah i i didn't even know that because she brought it up to them and he's like yeah i i didn't even know that that's I mean, that's crazy i, I Maybe at one time where, like, remember, like, maybe I don't know how long ago it was, but like, we maybe felt like they weren't being featured like they should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're like, you know, it seems like there's such a focal point. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, AAA tag t- team champions or the ROH tag team champions. And yeah, they've had so so many matches now. Yeah, so I just I don't like you know maybe at one time like I said like maybe a year and a half ago or so maybe there was a consideration, but then I also saw somebody was like when they were talking about that somebody also posted the, the picture of remember the the uh, mock get ups that WWE had for them. Uh, you ever yeah, see that? The fucking big clock and shit. Yeah. yeah, and like in like the genie outfits or something like that. They're like, <laughs> nah, I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> no interest in doing that again. Fuck that. Um, but yeah, so th- that match was was honestly, man, it was it was it was well worth the watch. If anybody hasn't had a chance, go watch AEW Dynamite just just to watch that match between those guys. Then we had another fucking ladder match between. Sammy Guevara and Scorpio Sky. There was rumors that Sammy was injured in this match, but apparently this weekend he had a mixed. The, he and uh, Ty Conti won the mix a mixed tag team championship. So obviously he's not too injured if he's participating in that. Um, I guess he he did get a little hurt, but he said that like like well, after the match, like his his back and neck was like sore, but dude like did a fucking somersault and landed like on his neck and shoulders on the ring off the ladder, like he just yeah. He, but he said like <laughs> next day he was he said like next day he was fine. So it, it was like a it was like a a ball that you pull a string and it just like thum, tumbles around. He just like tumbled. He just went off the ladder and just tumbled straight down onto his neck like a fucking idiot. Uh, I thought that was a cool spot though in Scorpio Sky reversing the cutter on him. Yeah, that was really cool. Did you see that, Kev? I, you know, I always, I didn't see that part of the match. I only saw bits and pieces. Uh, yeah, so, so but... you know that when we were there, when he hit that that cutter on Cody, yeah, he he, yeah. he jumped for the same spot, same same exact setup, except Scorpio caught him coming at him with the cutter instead of getting caught with it. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> so that was that was cool. It was a good spot. Um but uh but yeah i mean you know he dude he's he just needs to like take a minute and chill or he's gonna end up in a wheelchair here pretty soon like i'm you know i i say that half nah, Je- jeff can still dance down to the ring while his brother gets beat up he'll be fine dude, yeah <laughs> I, i've never seen jeff do but jeff has done some crazy shit but some of the stuff that sammy's done like when he obliterated that table and then like that spot that he just had in the lat like jeff didn't take jeff take took cal- has taken calculated risks and Jeff also makes sure that he's safe. Sammy just doesn't give a fuck. Like he's just throwing his body out there. So I mean, I I I feel like they got to rein him in just a, just a tad bit. Uh, they had another dude. How about fucking Wardlow just destroying Lance Archer? That was kind of cool. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Then we got. I don't the, know. Was it on Dynamite or was it on Rampage? Uh, did you guys see the thing with Danhausen and Hook? Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, yeah. That was those two. That was supposed Hulk, to be. Hope 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 kind of teased like a little bit of a. It was almost like a baby face ish, but like still being Hook. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which which I can dig. So. Yeah. Hook. <sighs> ah, who's a sleepy host now? Um. Yeah. But uh, I mean, Hook sleepy hoe. <laughs> Hook, um, I mean, he, Hook was, uh, like, he definitely could just be himself, and it, I don't think it matters. You know what I mean? Like, people might boo him, people might cheer him, but I think he's just going to be one of those guys that's always kind of himself. 
you know, like when you look at Steve Austin, the difference between him being a heel and him being a face was just the crowd reaction. He he acted the same no matter what. I, yeah, I, th- I think ceremoniously, I think like Hook kind of is a face. Like yeah. I think people love him, but he, you know, he is who he is, and I think that's what's good about the whole character. Yeah. So, and then uh, the, the Philadelphia Street Fight with Sheeta and Serena Deeb was pretty cool. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club had another match. Um, I'm trying to think. Did you guys see, did you guys see Serena Deeb's eye afterwards? Yeah, she got fucked up, man. Her oh, was, man. Her eye looked like Bianca. Look. Her eye looked uh, almost as bad as Bianca's after WrestleMania. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty good. I mean, I, I, I saw, I think I saw in the match when that happened because I saw the. I saw the picture before I saw the match because I watched Dynamite. I think a day or two late, so I saw I saw that I saw the the picture and then I then I watched the match. And when I was watching the match, I, I was kind of looking for the spot that it happened. I think I I think I I saw where it happened because she she just got caught with something real quick. Um, but uh, yeah, her eye was pretty fucked up. But she was like, ah, I can still I can still see out of the other one, so I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> All you need is one. I'll tell you what though, Sheeta was looking good in her, uh, her her outfit that she was wearing. A little different look for Sheeta. She she was wearing like just like some uh, jean oh, shorts and stuff like that. Sheeta. Oh, Sheeta, Sheeta, now. Jesus. <laughs> oh God. Looking good. Speaking looking of, but speaking of putting some ankles up. <laughs> God, Jesus fucking Christ. All right, so we're, we're coming up on to the, uh, the 50-minute mark, so we're almost to an hour. I got this contest right. I want to roll out to you. Is there anything well, else we want to talk? Go ahead, Kev. Real quick, uh, one or two people you think in 90 days they'll be released. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, I know you're thinking NXT, but I'm... Like, worst part is I had literally thought about it like an hour ago when you brought this up, and now I forgot who I was going to choose. Like honestly, uh, like one one person I'm thinking could be is somebody like Robert Roode. Okay. I just uh, you know what I mean like if you're talking about people like they don't really use. Honestly. Yeah, I mean he hasn't been featured lately. I mean he had that whole run with with Dolph, where I'm actually pulling up their roster page right now and just trying to take a look. I I've got my two. Uh, so. First, I think uh, L.A. Knight. Nope, I don't. I don't see that. But okay. Well, I know why I see that because multiple of the current releases were people who were either con- being considered for the main roster or were already being uh, tested on main event uh, before, like Raw or before SmackDown got released. And guess who else has been tested on main event? L.A. Knight um, under a different name too. Uh, the other person I had was uh, Cameron Grimes, just because they like to ruin good things. Yeah, I mean Cameron Grimes is the current North American champion, though, so that would be. <laughs> they literally had people in main fucking storylines on their show that no, they fired right, on the right. fly, so they don't give a shit well, about any of that. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. But do you see somebody like Shinsuke? Dude, L.A. Knight is still on their rosters. L.A. Knight, he they haven't changed his name. They know he's testing under a different name on. Well, they, they had uh, him, they, main event. I know they had him in a different gimmick. They have him managing Mace. Like, yeah, put, that's put what I'm saying. But he's not going by LA Knight when he's managing Mace. Uh, what was he on main event? I can't remember what the name was, but it wasn't LA Knight. They had him like have like a normal name. New York Day. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Miami evening. <laughs> Miami evening. All right. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of, I could kind of see Ridge Holland being released at some point. Um, no, what about like Shinsuke? Yeah, Shinsuke is somebody that potentially could be. I mean, literally, they they didn't do anything with that whole thing where he came out and hugged Roman and got ki- or Roman hugged him. Yeah, he got, got kicked in his been on since. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he showed up for the for the um, lumberjack match last week. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, I'm just pulling up the NXT roster right now. There's a few people that. How about uh oh yeah? How about uh Kate? Uh, oh fuck, how, I, I don't even remember her name now. But they changed it to Alba Fry. It was uh, Kaylee Ray. They changed her to Alba Fry. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could see Andre Chase being one that gets released because I don't think the Chase U thing is really working. Um, Boa is somebody I'm kind of surprised is still there, if I'm being honest. Um, I don't know. I think they see some stuff in Duke Hudson, so I don't think they would let him go. Grayson Waller, I think, is pretty safe. I, I will say Mustafa Ali, he was a guest on Miz TV, and he did have a line to Miz saying, the only thing I'm surprised by is that you still have a job here. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, I mean, I can see maybe them finally letting Roderick go. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, if, if I had to pick anybody, if, if, if it were two people and I was going on off of the NXT thing, I would say that it would be Boa and Andre Chase. Those would be my my picks. All right, Did everybody give their two. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. All right. It just got real quiet all of a sudden. Nobody had anything. Sorry, to say. I was trying to find like what his name on main event was. Oh. So I know he's. I know his like gimmick is Night Model Management uh, Agency. Uh, so so why, he's basically uh, what's his name? Who? So why wouldn't his name? Why would his name be LA Knight then? That doesn't even fucking make sense. Why would they change his name but then still make the agency? Do anything that makes sense? But I'm trying to figure out. It doesn't specify in think, here. Like I, it just says Eli Drake. I don't think they changed his name. I don't. I because I've read articles about his appearances on there, and they've always referred to him as LA Knight. They. I have not seen anything about a name change with him at all. So maybe that was another bullshit dirt cheap thing. I don't know. I, then again, there wasn't at the time. I, I literally just I heard this. There wasn't footage of it. I literally just googled LA Knight's new name, and everything just keeps coming up. LA Knight. So yeah, because it says uh, footage of the former Eli Drake announcing Knight Model Management yeah. Agency, and I'm like, okay. But and he, he Eli Drake, Eli. Yeah. Eli Drake was his name when he before he came to NXT. Yeah, so I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, he did change Mace's name, though. Uh, he apparently now Good. calls Mace uh, Dio Madden. That's his name! <laughs> yeah, that's his real name. That was Dino uh, Madden. That's Dio Madden. Dio Madden was a commentator on Raw, like, two years ago. Brock Lesnar F5'd him, F5'd him through a table... Because he, he, like, stood up to him when he came over to threaten the announce table. And, you know, Dio's a big guy. And then he disappeared. And Kevin and I saw him at an NXT house show when we went before COVID. And then after that, he became Mace at some point. So, yeah, that is, that's who he was before Mace. <laughs> well done. <laughs> All right. Well, they moved him back to Dio Madden. Good for them. Good for him. All right. Cool. All right. You guys ready for your challenge for next week? Sure. Okay. 
So we, we got to cut. I don't want you guys to get too long with this because I want to try to keep it within two minutes so I can post the whole thing on TikTok. I want to have people vote on who they think does the best job. So this is going to be a promo challenge. So if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I posted a video from a show called Letter Kenny where they did puns with WWE names to open the show. So my challenge to you guys is going oh to be to write a promo against each other using wrestler names as puns to to cut the promo. Now, you have the video that you can watch as inspiration, but I also wrote a little something to give you guys an idea of what I'm going to be looking for. You ready? Um, here we go. All right. You two Bastion Boogers are going to need a large Dwayne The Rock Johnson to win this. Your shot better not ricochet, or else, or else your opponent will Becky lynch you and uh, by the neck and headbang your ground, headbang your head into the ground. Your puns better be full of Ric Flair, or else people voting will won't give a rat's Mister Ass. <laughs> All right, hold on, I fucked this up. Let me start over again. Yeah, it's been rough. Oh man. No, this is my this is my fault for not reading it and just looking at you guys. Like that that was my fault. All right. So YouTube Ashen Boogers need a large Dwayne the Rock Johnson to win this. Your shot better not ricochet, or else your opponent will Becky Lynch you by the neck and headbanger you to the ground. Your puns better be full of Ric Flair, or else people voting won't give a Mr. a rat's Mr. Ass about you. I'm not saying you need to be Mr. Perfect, but damn, don't look like a hairy bushwhacker or you'll be the subject of a Randy Orton of ridicule. Best of luck to you two hardy boys. May your puns promos get a ton of dude love from the TikTok community. So that is yeah. that is around what I'm looking for for you guys to cut a promo on it, each it other. It doesn't work for the Canadian puns. accent. Just saying. I, I I'm bad at a Canadian accent. I didn't even want to try. But if you guys want to throw in a Canadian accent, you might get oh, a bonus. I, 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 I'd, I'd have to work on mine real hard because I. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's kind of what we're looking for. You know, Letter Kenny style cut a pun promo using wrestler names on on one another. What do you guys think? You think you, you think you pull it off? I can. I think I can certainly try. All right, so I'm only yep. going to post the video on TikTok. I'll, I'll obviously, we'll promote it on the other social media pages. So at Live Your Gimmick, we'll have a link to it and all that stuff, and I'll even put it on YouTube as well. But we're going to be looking for votes on TikTok. So if you have a TikTok account and you you come across this video, please share it and make sure you you write in the comment who your vote is, whether it's for Michael or Kevin, and that'll that'll go Fair up next God. week. So if Jason and his entire family vote for Kevin, I am not losing. <laughs> I'm setting that stipulation right now. If there's a single Hummel, Hummel, Himmel on that fucking comment thread, okay. they do not count as a vote in this challenge. Well, what if they vote for you? It still doesn't count. I don't care. Because I'm fair. My, my daughter does have a TikTok. My one, both my daughters I'm, have a TikTok account, so they, they, I'm might, just saying, they might vote. So. JJ likes to, to kayfabe it and have a bunch of fucking accounts all of a sudden vote for him on TikTok. The only, the only TikTok account that I have is the Gimmick Minute TikTok. So I am I'm not I'm not gonna cast the vote. I, I'm just posting I, it up I, there. I'm just debating should I work on this during the week or should I just do it twenty minutes beforehand like I did my song for Jason? <laughs> I think you should work on it during the week only because it's kind of like I only I wrote the one that I did today. I'd been thinking about it for a while, but I wish I would have had time to practice it so i didn't stumble over it when i tried to read it the five the, the twice that i did but 
So, so the but, question for you, Kevin, is do you have a higher than remedial English uh, ability when it comes to reading? Well, then I think I will be okay then. Wow. Wow. <laughs> fuck, fuck both of you all the way off. Hey, I, I, I was just, in remedial English too, just, Jason. It's just, okay. That's why I'm not going to have to read mine. I'm going to have to write it down and memorize it. Otherwise, I'll stumble through it like you did. Just, just And that's that was my point that I should have done that. But just for that, that's you don't why, get that's why I like plugs. <laughs> just just like why during Montoya Fire, I don't use the show sheet when I do the intro. Because when I do, I stumble through it. But yeah, when I, I just fucking go from – when I go through it like normal, I'm, I can fucking hit all of our, our ridiculously long titles. All right. So definitely have a look out for that. I'm I'm really excited to see what you guys come up with. I think it'll be fun. So, yeah. That uh, that about does it. So And I, I will say this. That if I do win the title back, that – Quite possibly, we will have the debut of my own custom gimmick minute championship. Have, have you made a new one aside from the one that you had previously? Uh, uh, no. I, I, to my knowledge, there's three. There's the one Jason has on his wall, the one that I have sitting down here, and then you made the one that looks like the WWE title. Uh, no, did I make... You made one that literally looked like the, the world the current world title like but instead of the big w it had the gm oh no i never made that i thought you did no i i started to but then i uh i i changed it so i yeah. might just make make one for myself so that way we don't have to keep fucking shipping them to each other <laughs> i ain't shipping shit back to you at this point like <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can walk over to fucking ankle ears here and take his ankle ears <laughs> hey uh by the way michael um with uh, modern toy fair on your weekly purchases did you hold up your ps5 that you ended up getting Thank no because that that came after weekly purchases uh, okay. Wednesday. so it's gonna be on this week's weekly purchases yeah. oh my god I, I just got a great idea if jason ever wins the title back I'll, I'll make him a new one and the side plates are gonna be a brick player going down on that chick <laughs> on the train <laughs> I I am I endorse this. I'm I'm all for it. Normally I'm against uh, whatever nonsense that uh, Kevin I'll, comes up with. But I'll tell you what, I'm good with the one that I already have, so we'll just go ahead and keep it. <laughs> oh hey, speaking of which speaking of which, uh how about uh Cody Rhodes was on uh After the Bell, Corey Graves podcast, and was asked a question by Vic Joseph about, you know, he mentioned Hey, you know, when you won the IC title, you brought back the the white strapped old school IC title. If you were to win the big one, which one would you bring back? And Cody said, well, it took a lot to get that other one. But if for some reason I was able to do it again, he basically confirmed it would be the winged eagle. Yeah, I heard that too. But it was kind of funny, the conversation they have. He was like the 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 weirdly they they called it a weirdly named title because it's like i've never known an eagle not to have these things <laughs> yeah but i did see did you see on wwe shop now they are selling replicas of the uh <sighs> original big eagle that austin first held the blue one. Oh, really that's cool that had like the dark uh snakeskin back or whatever um yeah which has led to speculation, but I think they're just selling it. As a... I think they're just selling it because Austin went in, or Austin had a match, and he's, yeah, he's a big, yeah. big deal again. Uh, hey, I'll, I'll give you a weekly purchase real quick. Check it out. The New Age Outlaws are complete. Nice. I'm excited. Out, out. 
I'll give you a sneak peek at my weekly purchase. Oh, you finally got him, huh? Yeah, after like months of waiting for ringside to get restocked, I got my sting. <laughs> Your trench coat sting. Like Worst it. part is I, I I almost bought a second one at GameStop the other day because I saw it, but he had some some schmutz on his nose, so I was like, uh, oh, never mind. Yeah, I ended uh, up, I ended up getting the one without the trench coat. I still have my. I still have my Mr. Brody Lee that I haven't opened yet, though, so I don't know if I'm... Because he's got the cards behind him, so I'm debating mm-hmm. on opening the cards and putting them in the sleeves, because you know people will probably eat up those fucking cards. Yeah. So. You know, you know, the longer, longer we go, we're pressing our luck with... I, I don't start cutting out again, so... Oh, God. Um, <laughs> he's at the end anyway, well, so I don't think it matters. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much at the end of the show where Mike just plugs his toy stuff, and then we just call it a night anyway, so... Speaking of toy stuff, go check out a soon-to-be monetized YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Modern Toy Fair, where we are currently sitting at 1,200 subscribers. And we have new episodes every Friday of our podcast, including uh, Toy Therapy occasionally, Top 10 lists. We have reviews on Monday. We're going to have our weekly purchase show, uh, Only Figs from Twitch, also uh, put over on on Wednesdays on YouTube. What the fuck are you doing? Do I do this every time you talk? I just wait for you to notice. Oh, <laughs> it took me a long time. Uh, yeah, so go check that out. Also, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, at Modern Toy Fair, and then twitch.tv forward slash Modern Toy Fair. com. look up uh, Gimmick Minute or Modern Toy Fair to find shirts with our shit on it. Yeah, for, for literally like the last like two years, every time you plug your Modern Toy Fair show, I always duck behind my, my microphone and peek up over and over again just to see if you just to try and get a reaction from you. Oh, I've long, never noticed. Long, long <laughs> term, never noticed that either. Long-term booking, it finally paid off. All right. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show. Paid off like Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> thank you guys for listening to this week's episode, episode of the show. Hopefully you forgot it. Or hopefully you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> nobody listens to this part anyway uh but anyway uh, you know if you are still listening hopefully you enjoyed it and if we forgot something that we should have talked about make sure you tweet us at live your gimmick so we could catch it next week for michael and kevin i am jason reminding anybody who is listening out there to always be a fan and make sure to live your gimmick all right goodbye everybody <laughs> Face Forget down, about ankles it. up. That's the way we like to fuck. It's face down, ass up. I said <laughs> ankles up. He said ankles up. <laughs>